I'm not lying! I don't even know what you're talking about! You're just making this harder on yourself. I didn't do anything wrong! We have ways of making you talk. No! No! I'll do anything! Just please don't hurt me! Interrupt this episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Kill Me with an NPR Mageddon special report. Good evening, Los Angeles. I'm Brian Garcia McMillan Keithley. Can you feel the holiday magic in the air? Well, you're not alone. Magic users have harnessed this arcane pollution and have weaponized it. What started out as a mage battle has escalated into an all out wizard war. One side has an army of sentient snow people, the other, an army of gingerbread people come to life. We're joined on the line by NPR McGinn's Peter Podgurski. Peter, what tidings do you bring? Grim tidings, Brian. It's a winter wasteland here on the west side. The whole place is covered in nine inches of snow. Damn, nine inches? Maybe it's more like five and a half inches? But in my defense, it is very cold out here. First, you tell me nine inches, and I get excited. Then you tell me five and a half inches, and now I'm disappointed. But I wouldn't have been disappointed if you had been honest to begin with. But either way, we rarely get snow out this direction, right? So how is this even possible? Lost Angeles sits on a mystical ley line that surges in holiday magic every December. This has attracted the attention of dark arts practitioners. At the head of the Snow People army is a cryomancer named Blizzums. A cryomancer? Wait, is that anything like an ice wizard? That's a bit of an outdated term. They like to be called cryomancers now. What is so wrong with ice wizard? Look, I'm in Blizzums' ice tower surrounded by his killer snow people. I'm trying my best not to piss him off. Oh, let's not hurt the terrorists' feelings. Yeah, I'd prefer not to. Blizzums is here with me now. And just as the chill wind blows, thus I, Blizzums the Cryomancer, ushers in an eternal winter. Doesn't that just give you the chills? Tell me, Blizzums, I notice all your snow people are wearing fancy hats. What's the significance? Uh, well, cryomancy is more of a seasonal gig. <laughs> My day job is as a haberdasher. What's that? Oh, it's a hat maker. I make magical hats that bring life to my terrible snow people army. But why raise an army of terrible snow people? To get back at my ex-girlfriend. That seems a little petty. Well, the holidays are the most petty time of the year. Well, it's hard to argue with that. What was the issue? This time last year, I took her out to a fancy dinner. And I gifted her with the finest hat that I have ever produced. High domed with soft shaved Alessandria felt and a stylized silhouette embossed on the satin lining. Sounds like a pretty nice hat. <laughs> yeah. And you know what she said? She called my hat stupid. It was like she was embarrassed. When I called her out on it, she turned into a real witch. So I broke up with her. But if you broke up with her, why are you so upset? I thought we could still be friends. Yikes. She didn't have to cut me off. So you decided to raise a snow people army and wreak havoc on the city? To get her attention? She changed her number. 
What else was I supposed to do? Your snow people are killing innocents. Hundreds are dead. Oh, you don't get it. But... I'm a romantic! But, but how does that justify... Okay, that's enough. You've got a lot of nerve, you know that. This interview is over. Okay. Blizzums has walked off. So it seems like it's not just holiday magic emanating here on the west side, but also beta male energy. Guards! Put this man in isolation. That doesn't sound so bad. And shove icicles up his chimney. No, no, I, I didn't mean it. Brian, send help. No! Brian, they've pulled down my pants. What are you guys doing with that icicle? Oh, no. Oh, that's cold. That's so cold. Oh, and we are having some technical difficulties, which is totally understandable when you try to do ad hoc reporting and uh, getting information to you as fast as we possibly can while making sure it's regime approved. We've got Vice President Skullgore on the line. You know him as the first president in modern history to vacate the presidency and live to tell about it. Not only that, he's currently serving as our theocracy's vice president. Skullgore, I understand that you're actually witness to this in real time. What can you tell us? Brian, you wouldn't believe what I'm seeing. These little brown cookie men are going off on these big white-ass snowmen. All sorts of regular folks are getting caught up in the crossfire. And I am digging it. Okay. Does it appear that any side is gaining the upper hand? Well, naturally, I'm rooting for the sweet little brown guys to beat these cold-hearted whiteies. Oh. But you know the best part? What? I'm safe and sound up here in my ivory tower as an institutional bureaucrat. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish you could see all the dead bodies piled up. They'd have to stack them pretty high to get up to me. Never been so glad to be so out of touch with the common man. Because the common man is getting his ass beat. And we're going to have to leave it there. Because we have word that NPR Mageddon's own Alex Dye has been granted an audience with Bakerella, the leader of the Gingerbread People's Liberation Army. Yes, Brian. I'm here in the GPLA's headquarters, which of course is made out of gingerbread, with Army Leader Bakerella. Um, Army Leader is one of my roles. I'm also a philanthropist, an activist, a pyromantic confectioner. In other words, I'm a woman. Wow, you are like the goddess of gingerbread people. They really love you. Because I give them sweet life. All hail the supreme leader, Bakerella! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! That's fun, right? That's so cute. But seriously, what's up with you and Blizzum's the Ice Wizard? Um, the preferred term is cryomancer, but it's fine. You're learning. We used to date, and after almost a decade together, he broke up with me. Boo! You're too good for him, girl! Ten of my best years. <laughs> now he wants to talk. Can you believe it? 
Wait. You and him dated? Give me the juicy gossip. Years, years I wasted on this man. I thought I'd have a ring on my finger and a bun in the oven by now. I was certain he was finally going to pop the question. We went out to a nice romantic dinner. But instead of giving me a ring, he made me a hat. A hat? I was so disappointed. Another one of his stupid hats. Hat this. Hat that. He's always talking about his stupid hats. This one has some kind of felt silhouette shaving. That one features a high down satin rim. I don't want a stupid hat. I want a ring. Men are so dumb. Girl, don't I know it. Would you like a cookie? I really shouldn't have been getting fat. No, you are so skinny. You look great, girl. You got it going on. Aren't they alive, though? Oh, they don't mind. Just bite off their heads first. Well, maybe just one. Are you sure it's okay? It's an honor to die for the goddess. Okay. Heaven is at hand. Hmm. Good, right? So good. We did it! Yay! The spices are so balanced. Ginger obviously comes front and center, but I blend other warm spices like cinnamon, cloves, and nutmeg. Oh, you have to give me that recipe. You got it. Back to you, Brian. Cookie talk? We're in the middle of a war and we devote airtime to cookie talk? No, I want to put the focus where it belongs, on the evil of magic. And just because you put holiday in front of magic doesn't make it any less evil. Let me tell you about an individual we like to call the magician. The magician has no civilization to point to, no aspiring religion, no great achievement. The only quality that attracts magic users is power. We let them gain status and fame on our sweat and blood while we toil in obscurity and they suck the marrow from our bones. You want to talk about holiday magic? I want to talk about magical realism. The reality is you'd have to be willfully blind not to notice that when magic goes up, crime goes up. It's a straight line. And let me be clear. There is no neutrality in this struggle against magic. It is not enough to merely refrain from practicing magic. We must be actively anti-magic. And I encourage the scumbag magic users listening to embrace their humanity and to disavow their magic ways. Silence is complicity. I get it. Magic is cool, dude. It looks cool. Being authentically anti-magic is lame, right? But you know what? Being lame? Well, that's the key to growth. And I guess we're taking calls. Listener, you're on NP Armageddon. It's Blizzums. Along with a What kind of calamitous conference call is this? A fire wizard and an ice wizard? Together? 
Now that's what I call an icebreaker, Blizzums. And as for you, Bakerella, what's cooking? I am a baker. <clears throat> Not a cook. <laughs> as long as you're in the kitchen, that's what counts. Let's take down the temperature. Listening to your words, Brian, we've had a breakthrough. We are calling a truce. A truce? Huh. It's a true holiday miracle. You're announcing on this very program that my words have melted your cold heart blisms while warming the cockles of your heart, Bakerella, thus leading to an historic truce and an end to the snow people versus gingerbread people holiday turf war? Let's just say that you brought us together in opposition to a common enemy. Single mothers? What? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to think of something easy that everybody hates. No, you, you dick. Me? Your words have proven that you are nothing more than, than a spellist. What's a spellist? Someone who is racist against spells. Oh, well then, yeah, totally. You bring terror and destruction to society in the name of Hocus Pocus. Of course I despise you. You vile little man. Hate me all you want. It'll juice the ratings. See if I care. Oh, I think you'll care a great deal after our minions get through with you. Oh, Bakerella, you're giving me chills. Oh, Blissoms, you've been preheating my lady oven to 350 degrees for 10 minutes. I'm ready. Spit it out, you sinister spellcasters. What sort of insidious scheme is swimming through those sordid skulls? Oh, you'll find out. The holiday party is about to begin. And it'll be the last party you'll ever throw. I hope you've made enough hors d'oeuvres for your shortly arriving guests. If not, you may have to... put yourself on the menu. <laughs> wait, wait! How many hors d'oeuvres should I make per guest? H hello? It depends on if you're planning a standard dinner party with a proper entree or a cocktail party where the appetizers will be more front and center. Oh, I thought you hung up. I heard a click. Only Blizzom's hung up. I'd remained on the line to answer any questions. Okay. The general rule is six appetizers per person for a dinner party and eight to twelve per person for a cocktail party. Okay. You don't have the time to make appetizers, so you will need to put yourself on the menu. Okay. Anyway, die! That bacon bitch is bonkers! Wait, what's that sound? Let me just take a little peek here out the window. Blizzom sentient snow people have seemingly surrounded the station, singing while simultaneously slinging snow shovels in a show of snow people solidarity and superior strength. I'm gonna give them a piece of my mind. Hey! Hey! Uh -huh. Get off my lawn! Uh -huh. Hmm. My entreaty for them to vacate the lawn has seemingly only hardened their resolve to further encroach upon the lawn. Hold on a second. If Blizzom's snow people are here, then that means... <gasps> Bakerella's gingerbread people must be here too! No, I'm too smart! 
They are here! Wait, wait! Don't kill me! Ryan, open the door! It's Peter! Let me in! NPR Armageddon's own Peter Podgurski? Hang on. It's total chaos out there, Brian. I'm so glad you're safe. How did you get past those snow people? They see me as one of them. I'm a new man, reborn! When that icicle was shoved up my chimney, it was saturated with holiday magic. The snow people and gingerbread people no longer see me as an enemy. But why? Because I have transcended the distinction between friend and enemy. You got all that from an icicle up your chimney? Yes, and I've come to save you. How? I'll do anything. You must embrace holiday magic. Embrace holiday magic? Ha! Never. You don't get it! The only way you can possibly get out of this alive is by surrendering to the true spirit of the season. How am I going to do that exactly? With this gingerbread person. Let go of me, you bastard! You brought a gingerbread person in here? Why? So you can embark on your own spiritual journey. You're not making any sense! I have to shove this gingerbread person up your chimney! What? What? I'm not doing that. I don't feel great about it either. It's the only way. What enters the chimney as magic exits the chimney as understanding. I'm not uh, grokking the metaphor here. This gingerbread person was made with holiday magic. And once you embody that magic, you'll be able to walk among your enemies unharmed. Okay, that I can understand. But the... Uh, can't we break him into little pieces first? No. To break the gingerbread is to break the magic. This must be a live sacrifice. Oh, no! But, but, but isn't my chimney too small? Chimneys can stretch. <laughs> this violates international law! I can't do this. I haven't shoved anything up my chimney since I was 14. Fine. I tried. You know, Brian, you always prided yourself on getting the scoop. Well, they're gonna need a scoop to scoop out what's left of you once those things scoop out your insides. Then you'll get your scoop. Okay, fine. I'll do it. Good. Now we've only got one shot at this. The gingerbread person has to enter through the firebox, straight through the smoke chamber, and end up deep in your flu. What's that music? It doesn't matter. Unzip your pants and assume the three-point stance. Fine, fine. Okay, on three. One... You're sure about this, right? Yes. Holiday magic has to enter through an orifice. Two... Orifice? Wait, isn't my mouth an orifice? Three! No! <laughs> NPR-mageddon is written and produced by Peter Podgurski and Brian Keithley. Mixed by the always nice and never naughty Amy Reed. The theme of NPR-mageddon is by Society Burning. Check out our Etsy store for all your post-apocalyptic retail needs at nprmageddon.etsy.com. And here's the cast of this NPRmageddon special report. Holiday Magic, Miles Lasko, Justin Retke, Brian Keithley, Peter Podgurski, Doug Erholtz, Lejean, Alex Dye, and Brianna Knickerbocker. 
The scripts for Season 1 of NPR Mageddon, including this special holiday episode, are available in a handsome book now on Amazon. Just search for NPR Mageddon, all the words. And as always, thanks for listening. listening.